0: Hey, this is Father Yuri Hladio.
1: It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's Anne and Kyla.
0: Welcome to our family update.
1: This is going great. (laughs) Welcome, family, friends, strangers, to family update...
0: Four? Four. Speaking of strangers. Three? We have one listener in Japan. Who are you? Please identify yourself. Who
1: are you? Where did you come from? Why are you here?
0: Like, you know, 75% of our listenership is in Canada. That that makes sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. about 25% or so is in the United States. Family, friends down there. Yeah. 5% is Japan. from Japan.
1: Which 5% at this point is probably one person. And they probably didn't even listen to the full episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless
1: you did Japan person, I was gonna say Japan man, but that was not so you accurate. wanted
0: to uh, be the host for this episode, Yeah,
1: I'm doing any, great, don't any, you think?
0: Any well, any particular reason why?
1: No, just because um so far, everyone thinks that you're, like, you know, the head of the family when we both know in reality that's me. And I want that to come through the podcast,
0: yeah, sure. So yeah, people it's, can it's know coming through strong right so now. people
1: can know that, you know, when you enter the Clao, household, or as, le- as we like to call it, Chateau Gladio. when you enter Chateau Gladio, there is a palpable air of, Nikaela is in charge.
0: Hmm. This is definitely a feminine place.
1: Which, it is, I'm looking around, and I would not describe this as feminine at all.
0: No, no, no. Not <laughs> we got dark
1: feminine. green, we have leather, we have, that's not a Persian rug. Persian it, rugs it's are- It's a knockoff
0: are, Persian rug for a hundred bucks. Persian
1: rugs are are also not inherently masculine, I would say, so- You know, it's a gender-fluid Persian rug.
0: I think just a rug is a rug. Yeah. Like, why do we have to, you know, put gender gender on a rug? (laughs) (laughs) Let let a rug just be a rug.
1: Okay. Today, our rug is a rug. Tomorrow, it'll let me know. Perfect. So, yeah. That's why I'm in charge today, and I'm doing well so far, I think. Open to criticism. Please let me know. Um, Person in Japan, please tell me if you prefer Mm. myself or Yuri as the host. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Um, So, today, Yuri, I'm going to ask you... A question okay how are you today
0: i'm doing well the week's been good tell me about it well it's very interesting because like things are going pretty well with me i I think i've especially in the covid lockdown i've tried to adopt some good habits Mm -hmm. and usually i was explaining this to you the other day but usually what that means is i get really gung-ho about an idea (laughs) and then i like completely overshoot (laughs) on an idea but then but, but then when when a lot of those things recede some good things actually stay
1: So so speaking of overshooting Tell people about your schedule You did for a week
0: I Two weeks
1: You did for two weeks
0: I Fully Scheduled My week
1: Like for, every Half hour uh, was, a Half
0: hour increments Was
1: allotted for yeah. For seven from, Well for 14 days From
0: waking up to sleeping
1: Oh man I was so mad <laughs>
0: It, you wouldn't have noticed if I didn't tell you about it
1: No but the thing that really annoyed me is that So I'm at work one day and you call me And you're like so this evening is scheduled in the Kyla time What would you like to do
0: that's, the, that's a bad okay if you're a guy out there If you're, if you're a guy out there and you want to like Hang out with a girl okay Don't you, tell her you, it's don't,
1: scheduled time don't,
0: don't say what do you want to do Say let's do this Yeah uh, and then they will tell you if that's stupid or not Yes Okay. So you, what you, you did
1: is you told me it was scheduled in the Kyla time That's what you were saying. Not not even like, what do you want to do? Like that part was, you know, secondary. The first thing that you were telling me was this is scheduled time for you and I. My wife gets
0: half an hour a week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, when you say it out loud, like, oh, my husband schedules time into his week for me. Like that, you know, sounds nice. But also at the end of the day, I'm an introvert and I come home from work and I'm like, I don't want to have dedicated time with you. I just want to sit in the corner and puzzle right now. Although you did tell me that... I could choose whatever we did, which one of those options was not be together.
0: Exactly. And I would honor that. I (laughs) thought you would like it.
1: Also, I think on your schedule, you had like two allotted times for me in a whole week.
0: Here's my theory. Which
1: didn't feel nice.
0: When you try and improve yourself, sometimes the people around you are very uh, against that.
1: (laughs) Are you saying I'm against you improving yourself?
0: I I think it's because... You know, right now, you know me and it's known territory. Mm-hmm. And if I start changing, you're not going to necessarily know who I am anymore.
1: Correct. Right? Walls up. I'm so like, Whoa, so if on. I say,
0: if I say, hey, like, I really want to do this one thing or I want to change this part about me. Yeah. Um, I think that maybe the first reaction to that could be walls up. Yeah. So if I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to be a vegan. Right. You'd be like, uh, I don't know. Like, meat's great. Like, there's protein. <laughs>
1: it is pretty great.
0: Right. Even though it might not actually like matter that much.
1: Even though, like, we eat
0: but just vegan multiple times, yeah. but the the idea of change, I think, can make people put their walls up.
1: Yeah. The other thing that I didn't like about your whole schedule thing is I saw the like gladio obsessiveness, which I come think out.
0: is a relatively a myth.
1: I don't think it is.
0: I think it's. I, th- I think it's a relative. No, a
1: myth. I don't think so. We
0: like certain gladios like routine. I like my routine.
1: Okay, so maybe obsessive isn't the right word. Maybe like routine is better because like you- Obsessive you're... is
0: a technical word.
1: Okay, so let's not use that word Correct. then. Um, let's use the term, Hladio, routine. can't stop thinking about it, changes everything to do it, behavior. What? I was thinking of another word for obsessive. <laughs> I was trying Rute- to get around We
0: it. like routine. Okay, I like to you wake do. up at the same time. You do. I like to do the same things at the same times of yeah. day.
1: Your dad is the same. Your sister is the same your brother is the same with his kids. Like there, there is a, there's a very definitive pattern of your family of like doing things and also of jumping into things and doing them like full out. Right. Like, and the schedule thing in my mind was you just jumping full into being like, I'm going to be a schedule guy and I'm just going to schedule what happened, everything.
0: Can I explain what happened? Yes. The practice obviously recedes because it's very difficult to schedule an hour and a half of admin time for your own personal life every single week <laughs> yeah. to, to put together next week's schedule. But what, what's happened is I know in general mm-hmm. what my week is like. Mm-hmm. I know like, Oh, it's like Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. This is, these are the range of things that I do on Wednesday afternoons.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And
0: that's, really helpful okay. but i would have only gotten there if i started with this rigorous which practice. is so
1: interesting to me because i don't, i just know what i do in certain times like i don't need to have made a schedule to figure those things out
0: yeah but i i find that i become very like lazy and i don't yeah. do i don't do things that make me feel that i don't do things that get me easily into the flow state when mm. i don't know exactly the the goal of what i'm doing right Got so if it. i'm watching a tv show or e- even sometimes reading a book mm-hmm. depending on the book yeah it's just there's no i, I don't feel like i'm improving right and mm-hmm. and that feeling that not it's sort of like being goal oriented but you don't necessarily know what the goal is yeah but the feeling of doing valuable work Right. Is, 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 and then it's easy to get in that flow state. Like if I'm editing a podcast or whatever, um, or, you know, writing some church music or whatever it might be, I can easily get into that flow state.
1: Yeah. Although one of the good things that did come out of this whole schedule thing is you are picking up your guitar a lot more now.
0: Yes. I'm doing a lot more guitar.
1: Right. You're getting good.
0: Yes, I am. Way to go. I'm playing and I'm practicing because I know, Oh, I'm bored and it's this time of day. Yeah. What do I do? That's true. Right. So
1: let's back it up. You said you know COVID's been good. You've been do- making routines, whatever. Continue that. That so
0: I, you know it's kind of a weird thing to people be like, ah, oh, how's it going? And I'm like, great. <laughs> like I feel good. Yeah. I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm putting one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like a sense of fulfillment, but yeah. also a sense of challenge. Right. Um, and I think
1: one of the big things that helped was that our church situation became legitimate during COVID.
0: Right. right. Yes. Like yeah. so
1: for a lot of other people, they were dealing with things being stripped back and pared down and and things being canceled like that was more so what the general population was feeling. And then there was you who was like, I'm now starting a church. I'm now doing three podcasts. I'm doing all of these things. Doing
0: four podcasts.
1: Four podcasts. You know, like I've got a schedule for every minute of the day. Like you were just things started happening, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. and And I really am enjoying the podcasts. Yeah. Um, so for those that don't know that are listening, there's four podcasts. One is the Prying Priest podcast, which is interviews with people where I ask them about why they believe what they believe, but right. not so much the intellectual side, more about the interpersonal side. The
1: stories. Like,
0: what is it about your family? Like, what was faith like there? Or yeah. who, who was the first person you interacted with that really made you challenge your own preconceived notions and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff? Uh, then there's an act in the kingdom, which is like the intellectual side of like how the services of the Orthodox Church are put together. And then there's one that, which is just literally prayers that come out every day. Yeah. Uh, and then this one. Um, by the way, it's a lot you, of fun. If you want to support me and Akaila financially,
1: oh, hello. We're doing to, a pitch. Go to my
0: website, slash support, and pick one of the podcasts to support and become a patron. This
1: one is not an option to support.
0: No, you can't support this. I, feel, I would feel bad. If you would which this. also
1: means you're not supporting me. They're only supporting you because this is the only one I appear
0: on. <laughs> well, no, but you know, the money goes into our bank account. <laughs> like i
1: guess i guess it works that way whatever
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah that's slowly building up actually yeah i now have uh how many unique patrons between two podcasts 40, 15 16 about 20 different unique patrons <gasps>
1: wow 20 people think you're smart
0: i know and are and, willing to give me money for that <laughs>
1: and are willing to listen to you that's pretty good no, no, a
0: lot of people are willing to listen to me oh that part's true like 20 people are willing to listen to me and
1: then give, give you money. the money for it yeah. so well, thank you to uh,
0: all the listeners for uh Thank All you, 20,
1: 20 friends. I know
0: some of the listeners here are also patrons. That's so. true.
1: We have cross listeners. Speaking <laughs> of which, <laughs> it yes. is
0: time for our family and friends shout out. Dude,
1: I'm the host. Oh,
0: okay. Well, you didn't. It was t- it's 10 minutes So, end.
1: friends, it's time for our family friend shout out that I just, you know, naturally knew was going to happen right now. So, Yuri, who would you like to shout out?
0: Oh, wow. Throwing it on me first. I'm the host. That's how you do it. You ask your guest. Um, I'm going to do a special shout out to my aunt Patty.
1: Cute. Yeah. Hi, Aunt Patty.
0: My aunt Patty is living in Slippery Rock,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: she's great. Yes. And uh, she recently organized lots of the grandkids for a nice project, which I will keep secret.
1: Ooh, uh, secret project.
0: But uh, yeah, she's uh, yeah got family on the mind, and and uh, supports me on one of the podcasts. Yeah. And she's always
1: been so supportive
0: And my, just my like Aunt genuinely Patty,
1: excited For things that you do It's so it's so lovely And like for all her nieces and nephews
0: Aunt Patty is one of the people That I can be in a room with And it's just like Naturally flowing conversation mm-hmm. Because she's a naturally good uh, Both a good small talker And a good big talker
1: Which is you That's what you do What? You can small talk people And big talk people I can't
0: I'm not a very good small talker though. Uh, by the way Anything any amount of me being a good small talker is because I've lifted skills that I've gleaned from aunt Patty.
1: <laughs> like what? What's a skill? Because my, What's a small talk skill? I don't, think, skill I don't think my Patty.
0: dad is necessarily the best small talker.
1: No, he's not good at all. Right. He leaves the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just done and walks away. But my dad's a good big talker.
1: Yes. Yes, um, you'll be like, so, you know, Father Claudio, how's how's your church going? Well, you see, the thing with the economy and socialism is... What?
0: When has he ever talked about the economy and socialism? It's going to happen.
1: It's going to happen one day. That's going to be our surprise Christmas book this year. You're going to get it, and it's going to say...
0: <laughs> the economy and socialism. On the
1: economy and socialism. And I will have said it here.
0: Um, no, Aunt Patty, one of the skills is that she... Like, I remember... I remember thinking that small talk had to just be like your thought process, and small talk had to be hidden. But hidden, s- hidden, as in like you would just like ask a question; it would just flow naturally or whatever. Okay. But sometimes when I was with my aunt Patty, she would just be like, "Hmm, what else? Let me think. Oh yes, uh, I'm thinking about this. Oh, what about this part of your uh, life?" And okay. she would like she would verbalize loud,
1: the way to get to the next yes, question. Yes, not just that awkward. So your mom
0: right Yeah. she'd be like oh that reminds me of this and what about this yeah. and, and yeah. then she would verbalize it mm, and I was like okay. oh that's a useful skill oh, I've
1: never thought about that yeah interesting I'm gonna try that next time yeah
0: I don't know if Aunt Patty knows she does this
1: but now she does
0: but I've unless she
1: skips this episode
0: yeah she'll yeah we are let's just say our listenership has gone down a little bit
1: oh, oh no I think we had
0: a flash in the pan oh <laughs> <now it's- laughs> no
1: everyone's already bored of us
0: now it's a cult classic <laughs>
1: Guys, remember Swiss family, Gladio? Remember that one? Ah, Yes, it was great. That one episode.
0: Okay, Nikaila, who's your family shout out? Uh,
1: My family shout out is to Vin, my cousin Vin, who I I don't know
0: any Vin. My cousin,
1: my cousin Brendan. Oh, Brendan. No, but Vin.
0: I don't know any Vin.
1: There's a difference. (laughs) It's my family, not yours.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, you shouldn't have gotten married to me.
1: (laughs) So, my cousin Brendan married. Brendan. Yes, same name. We call him Vin. Their last name is Divinny. His nickname was Vin. So that's what we call him to distinguish the two. Anyways, um, he is hilarious and I probably like him best out of the whole family, you know, which is wow. Probably tough for everyone else to hear. It's
0: tough for your mom to hear.
1: <laughs> Sorry, mom, but it's true. <laughs> Anyways, no, Vin came in when I was in high school when him and Brendan started dating. Brendan is five years older than me. Um, so I was yeah. In high school they started dating and I just thought that he was great. He's just always been like fun and easy to talk to and super introverted and just walks out of the room, which is still very fun and always hosts the family gatherings because they have the most kids. So it's easiest for everyone to come to them. And then him and his one child who is also introverted, just go and hide in a room <laughs> or like take a nap. <laughs> it's always been great. Um. So yeah, Vin listens. He was excited about this. He will be our uh, our guest in season three. Uh he made the season three cut. So you'll be hearing from him at a later date. And it's gonna be great. So thanks for listening, Vin, and for liking your wife's little cousin who is trailing around and always following her. <laughs> That's that. Um okay, is it the next segment time?
0: No. Are we, we still done? Have five minutes till Wildcard Wednesdays? <sighs>
1: see, it doesn't work if I'm the host when you can see the actual Fine, machine. I'll give you the
0: signal. Okay. okay what's the signal Okay, be? It's this.
1: <laughs> you need everyone to know The look he just gave me Is turn the head to a 45 degree angle Angle the chin slightly down Raise the eyebrow and waggle it <laughs> Not shake your head Waggle <laughs> your eyebrow Um an exciting thing Happened for me today Yuri mm. I got an MRI Date
0: uh, Okay so here let me tell the story <laughs> let, let me tell the story Um, um I come out to the, the restroom and, yes. Uh, Nikaya got home from uh, the osteopath slash grocery, grocery shopping, store. and so when I went in the bathroom, she wasn't home. But it came out and she was home. <laughs> and I I walk out, and she is holding a piece of paper in like full out bawling tears.
1: Not bawling tears. That's I, way I, too I aggressive. Down those,
0: and I was like, I don't think I got a speeding ticket. Like I thought, like <laughs> that maybe. Was your first like I got like a speeding ticket or like something came in the oh mail my or, or like we got like a notice from the government being like, by the way, you that owe all
1: of your you serve owe, money, yeah, back. all of
0: the financial support from uncle Justin has to go back oh to the my government gosh. or some, something like that. That's so funny. And, and you're just like in tears and, and I'm like, what's wrong?
1: And I look at you and I say, I got an MRI date and it's next month. And it was, yeah. and, and then you were still a little confused. And I said, no, it's good. And you're like, Oh, okay. I didn't know if this was happy yeah. tears. <laughs> So, to fill in the backstory, I have been injured since... She had a bum knee. I got a bum knee, um, which Yuri likes to pretend he has a bum knee, too. I
0: do have a bum knee.
1: No, you don't. Yours is fine. I had a bum knee. Yeah, like last year. Two years ago. Okay, see? And you're fine. So, no, I... Basically, at the start of lockdown the back of my left knee hurt and I just kept working out, kept doing my thing, living a great time. And then in like August I would go on a walk and then I like would be limping by the end of a walk. And I was like, this is not okay. (laughs) So I finally get into my osteopath who um, refers me to a physio. And so I've been going to physio like every two weeks since September. And my knee has just like stalled out. Is my story boring you? (sighs)
0: Sorry, go on.
1: (laughs) Just does not care about his <laughs> wife's pain. Wow. I to,
0: I to yawn. Don't blame me. I'll
1: uh, I'll wrap this up, I promise. Okay. Um, so then it hurts. <laughs> and that's, that's the end. No. Classic. No. So yeah, I've been going to physio every like two weeks and my knee just has kind of stalled out in its recovery. And so now it was at the point of like, okay, we need to check. Get an MRI, see if you've like torn your meniscus, which is the most likely option at this point, um, which would then require a scope surgery. So and obviously like MRIs, they take forever to get in. Right. Like I was expecting six month kind of time period. If I if we were still in Winnipeg, it'd be like a nine month wait, which is crazy. So then to get a letter today that my MRI date is within two months of the time that we requested it, it was like I was so relieved and so excited that I cried is what happened. And it was like, oh, I don't actually have to be in pain for, you know, six more months before we can actually see what's going on. Like it can happen in from what is today six weeks and then we can actually like figure this out. And then what would be the worst is if you if we have the MRI and then there's no tear, then it's like, okay, cool, then I'll just keep walking along in pain. But if there is a tear, we can fix it. And then I can walk more than three blocks without being in pain.
0: That's great. That's really <laughs> oh, great. I so
1: don't care I'm at all. I'm so happy for you. You've been hearing about this like every day for it. months. So I get it. You're annoyed.
0: It's like watching the same episode of a sitcom over and over again. Every day.
1: Every, every day. I just wake up and I'm like, ah, you know, my knee hurts.
0: Nikhil, do you mind getting my phone over there? Sure. I want to read something out for the for the audience.
1: Oh, exciting. So
0: remember last episode, I actually did my, my family and friend shout out was for my cousin Nick.
1: I do remember that.
0: Well, Nick is actually, uh, he listened to the episode. Which
1: is so happy.
0: And he actually wrote to me um, and clarified a couple of things <gasps> that I mentioned.
1: Oh, you didn't tell me that.
0: Um... Uh, well, actually, he messaged me and you on Facebook Messenger, but Not you don't that. have you don't follow Facebook Messenger no. or Facebook at all. No, um, I still have Facebook Messenger. So uh, he said, "Thanks for the shout out. Good times." He also said, "Man, remember M A N Matt, yes. uh, Andre, Nick." Yes. Uh, was not just the acronym used for save files for okay. video games, but it was also the acronym for our secret, which he puts in quotes, <gasps> our secret covert reconnaissance group. Wow! Uh, we would make maps and go on missions and had different forts in different woods around the cottage.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, I,
0: and then I said, like, I remember the the uh, forts. They would go out and build forts. My yeah. brother had the SAS survival guide. Of course, he did. And. <laughs> The, the signal
1: <laughs> the signal except that you change the signal oh so we, we have a sound effect right ready whoa <laughs>
0: wow that sounded so cool
1: I can't, I can't handle the sound effect and the the real life pause that we have to put in here to get the sound
0: effect also like that was a free <laughs> sound effect I got like there, it's not a good one I would rather have something else but frankly maybe you should become a patron and support me so I can actually <laughs> afford that well maybe so, you and I
1: could make up our own sound effect uh, mm-hmm. No. Okay. okay. So it is now wild Card Wednesday. Yeah. And our next segment is if you had to pick your favorite Harry Potter book out of the series and, and tell me which country of the world it most reminds you of, which would it be?
0: Mm, so I really like, well, that's a good question. Right? I really like, I really like Half-Blood Prince. Okay. Half-Blood Prince is a great book because nothing happens in it really. It's true. But It's still like exciting throughout. And then it's just crazy at the end. Right. But which country does it make you think of?
1: Yeah. Like you have to, if you were to place this book on the map of the world, it
0: would be Canada.
1: Tell me why.
0: Because nothing much happens. Okay. But it's still exciting. Okay. And it's good, just good to be here. Okay. Yeah. It's comfortable.
1: Yeah. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. But then what about all the crazy stuff at the end? How does that relate to Canada?
0: Well, sometimes crazy things happen.
1: Nothing really crazy happens here. Sometimes. Snows. Whoa, crazy! <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you?
1: So I was also going to pick Half Blood Prince. So this makes it a little more boring. Okay,
0: do you want me to choose a different one?
1: No, I, I'll still do this because mine's a different country. Sure. So I'm going based off of the whole like the whole series has been super secretive up until this point. Like you're kind of not understanding everything, like what?
0: up until what point?
1: Up until the sixth book, like a lot of a lot of secrets are revealed, right? Because right. there's That's so the whole much point of,
0: the, of the the book is yeah.
1: There's a lot of we get a lot of like historical backstory, right. which we haven't gotten to this point. We've gotten little bits here and there, and and you know we've got a lot of situation. Also, Snape is my favorite, so I have to love this book because he's just a rock star forever and always. So if I were to say that this was like a country, I would pick some kind of remote island in the Polynesians maybe um the french polynesians well, other polynesians are fine too wow
0: well, you really uh, are proud of the word polynesian aren't you
1: <laughs> so i'm saying this because in my mind those are very secretive places i know nothing about them and then one day i'll go there and then i'll know about them
0: wow <laughs> really great really great you knocked Wildcard Wednesdays out of the park.
1: You are so welcome. I will be your host every other week, everybody. Uh, get ready for more interesting questions such as these.
0: My favorite part about book six is McLagan.: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why?
0: That's a joke. That's a joke, everyone.
1: Okay. That really fell flat.
0: Did you know that the Harry Potter series is chiastically structured?
1: I don't care. and Nobody else does either. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just, I, Mo- I'm going to save you all
1: some time, everybody.
0: <laughs> moving on. How was your week?
1: My week was good. I read a really good book. I liked it a lot. It's called The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. Why are you giving me that look?
0: Because you are the bookwoman of Troublesome Creek.
1: <laughs> if Troublesome Creek
0: was our household. <laughs> and your life. <laughs>
1: and my whole life. Yes. I, it was really good. It is set in the 1930s. So classic Nikaila book right there. Set in the Kentucky Hills, you know, of which obviously I'm a big fan of.
0: Of which I am a big fan of.
1: Of which I'm a big fan.
0: Correct. Fine. Don't worry. We, I've been trying to work on my grammar because my dad told me I had really bad grammar.
1: It's true. We're getting better. And you fix me. So thank you. So, <coughs> and it's about a blue person. This is a real mm, thing.
0: Like a really, like somebody who's really sad. No. <laughs>
1: this is a real Guys, thing. I'm feeling blue. <laughs> I'm a real blue kind of person. No, there was a, there was a family. I'm going to mispronounce their name. Fugates. Nope, you can't say it other ways.
0: Don't don't look at me. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Fugates. So there's this family. It started in like the 1800s, late 1800s. There was this man from France who moved to Kentucky, married this woman. They both had this recessive gene. He was blue, and they had out of their seven kids, four of them were blue. So
0: can you define blue?
1: Their skin was blue.
0: Like, what does that mean?
1: It means that they had a genetic disease where their blood didn't have enough oxygen. I can't say the technical name of it. Is it offensive? Methahemoglion- <laughs> <glates> or something. <laughs> so they have this condition where their skin doesn't have enough... Nope, their blood doesn't have enough oxygen and it makes the blood brown instead of red and then underneath your skin, it makes your skin have a blue tinge. So these people are legitimately blue. Like, like I didn't, a blue tinge. No, they are blue.
0: Like... You said a blue tinge, though.
1: So, okay. You know how when you get cold, your fingers turn a little bluey purple.
0: Uh, I guess I don't think that's happened to me.
1: Okay, well, it's not that. Okay. It is actual blue skin. Okay. Look it up, people. Mm. Google this. Google. Don't
0: Google it. Do Duck Duck Go. They don't keep all your. Uh, Fine. They don't sell your information. To duck advertisers. Duck
1: Go it and look up Kentucky blue people or like the Fugate family. And you will see pictures. This is a real deal The like family, the last person of the family is still alive, I think. But he has like just a little bit of blue left in like fingertips and lips kind of thing. But like the beginning family was actually blue. So that was super interesting. So the book is about this blue girl and she is also a pack horse librarian, which is also a real thing that happened in Kentucky.
0: A pack horse librarian?
1: Yes. So there was a four-year stint in Kentucky under President... Roosevelt. That's the one because Eleanor Roosevelt was a big proponent of this. I have so much knowledge in my brain after this book. This was great. So there were packhorse horse librarians in Kentucky under WPA, which I forget what that stands for at this point, workers something association. We're going to call it workers presentation. No, I don't know. Um, and they would take books and bring books to remote like counties in Kentucky It probably spread outside of Kentucky as well, but like it was the biggest there, I think, to over like 100,000 people would get these books in like, you know, backwoods hills. And they would all the books were donated and they would like make scrapbooks of like recipes that they've been given by other like people in there on their roots and whatever. And they would just like get out on their horse or on their donkey and they'd bring people books. This is a real thing. So Kentucky blue people are real and packhorse librarians are real and this book was about it and it was great i gave it five stars
0: five stars i gave
1: it five stars oh,
0: that's a rarity for you
1: no <laughs> remember that time where we dissected all of my ratings of books and i like equally give out five stars and four stars and three stars
0: <laughs> but no two stars and one stars
1: i have one two star book i don't think i have a single one star book in my mind one star means like i will not finish this i've put it away it's over
0: but if you don't finish it, how do you know it doesn't turn around?
1: Because if if it...
0: Like the first quarter of it could have been one star.
1: By the way, like I have never not finished a book. I've always finished a book.
0: You've never not finished a book.
1: I've never not finished a book. I know. My mom says she gives it up to 100 pages. If at 100 pages it doesn't like suck her in, she puts it down. I can't do that. I'm committed. I got to go. I got to find out. So, no, I have one two-star book. Probably another two-star book, but... Yeah, I'm pretty liberal with my five stars. So I guess, no, we're not wrapping it up. I tried to give Yuri a secret signal and be like, what time is it,
0: sir? Uh, well, no, we got a minute and a half or so. I just have nothing to say. So maybe we could just sit here quietly.
1: <laughs> if you had to pick one book to give a five star to, what would you pick? If you say the Bible, so help me.
0: Well, no, I would pick maybe one book from the Bible.
1: Nope, you can't. Nothing up from the Bible is on the table here.
0: Because it's like the book of books.
1: Yeah. So you have to pick a different book in the world.
0: Okay. Uh, I really like... Well, if you were to pick like one book, it would be uh, The Horse and His Boy by C.S. Lewis. Mm, That was nice. It's my favorite novel. I
1: liked that. Did Mm -hmm. you like the stage production? No. Okay.
0: The stage production we saw at the Shaw Theater Festival two years ago was Mm -hmm. pretty rough. Like three years ago, we saw The Magician's Nephew.
1: That one... That one was good. You said they did a good job of that one. Well...
0: I'm okay with you have to adapt it, yeah, right. If you're going to make a book into a movie or make it into a stage play, you have to adapt it,
1: mm-hmm. especially stage play, because you you can't have that kind of like narrative, right It's right? a different
0: medium, so mm-hmm. you have to you have to make it work within that medium, yeah, but you can tell when the pert people, person or people who adapted it actually like the source material mm-hmm. or not.
1: But the person who's adapting it is going to like what they're adapting. I
0: don't know. I think that some of the people that adapted the latest Narnia movies, <laughs> th- they, it was probably a team of people who were putting scripts together that did it because that was their job. Yeah. And the the, the video, the the whatever it was, Disney said, hey, this is going to make money. Oh, you guys yeah. get in a room together make and put happen. a script together to make it work. I watched the, the Voyage of the Dawn Treader like the major motion picture that came out maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I almost walked out of that theater. It was it was like they got into a room and said, okay, yes, the book sucks, <laughs> but how can we make it like a little good, right? <laughs> Just That's having sad. no concept of who C.S. Lewis was or what he stood for or yeah. why the book was written that way, nothing. And yeah. th- I think the, so the magician's nephew when we saw it, the person who adapted it is actually, like, a Lewis scholar and stuff mm-hmm. and and actually, like, understands. Right. So, yeah, there are some differences and whatever, but it, it was good, mm-hmm. right? Like, Aslan shows up and I felt that this is, like, yeah. Aslan. But
1: also the dude who played Aslan was really good. Right. Like, really good. And then... And their costuming for him was very interesting. They put him in, like, military regalia. Mm-hmm. Like, they made him look as if he was, like, a captain in the military. It was very interesting. Anyways.
0: And then you had um, the... M- horse and his boy which is my favorite novel yeah and the other so you
1: went into it with like pretty high standards too
0: well okay so i'm reading the 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 um
1: program program before program, yeah. and
0: it's like the person who adapted it like the director right. who also wrote the the the, the script yes and being like, yes, like, Lewis was wrong about a lot of things, but it's about, you know, bringing him into modern times and stuff like that. And, okay. and I'm like, oh, this is and not... And your flags and are like,
1: slowly going like, up. This
0: does not bode well for an adaptation, oh, right? Oh, To go into it being like... Lewis, like, there are aspects. If I were to adapt, let's say, the horse and his boy, yeah, it would be tricky because, like... The quote-unquote bad people are like brown Arabs. Yeah, like that. That can be a problem. Yeah, that's when, that, if you're that's gonna problematic, it today, right? But, um, but at the same time, in the story, not he. It's more nuanced than that mm-hmm. because not all brown people are bad. Yeah, is the point of the story. Like the, one of the main characters is a girl from that country. Yeah, it, like. Uh, anyways so the they they screwed it all up and it was bad
1: and on that happy note would you like to have some chili yuri uh
0: yeah my wife made chili i did and it looks amazing
1: i it's it, i hope it is it's a vegan chili i'm not great at cooking you're
0: great at cooking i'm medium at. you're cooking. so proud of yourself when you cook
1: i'm proud of myself when i cook because i'm like yes i didn't mess this up because i have messed things up in the past yeah On the next episode, I'll let you guys know about the time I set a fire in my kitchen.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: Right? How was that for hosting? Come back next time, we folks. Do, oh,
0: let's do this. Okay. Our next wildcard Wednesday will be your favorite time that you set fire to something.
1: <laughs> I know the exact time. I was
0: an altar boy and I set fire to a lot of things. Okay.
1: Okay. So come back next week for fire episode. I'll
0: give you a hint. One of them was a Bible and one of them was my hair.
1: <laughs> Why would you tell people now they already know the answer?
0: <laughs> no, because they don't know the story. True.
1: They know, they know mine is the kitchen. Okay. Yeah. This was fun again.
0: Well, we miss you. We love you.
1: One day we'll hug again, friends.
0: One day we'll hug again, but until then, please go on my Patreon <laughs> and support. <laughs> please, you please send me a financial so hug. So bad. Please send me a financial hug.
1: Oh my gosh, Ugh, we're so, we're so needy.
0: Okay, we're three and a half minutes over.
1: I am so sorry, everyone. Please enjoy the rest of your night.
0: Goodbye. Keep it real. Goodbye.
1: Bye.